Welcome to the Sexy Biz Babe podcast. I'm your host, Tia Lin, a business empowerment coach and motivational speaker. This show is for the high achieving woman who wants it all. Each week, I walk you through how to own your power, generate consistent leads, attract clients, and close sales with ease and confidence. It's time to make money doing what you love. Let's dive in. Today's episode is all about laws of the universe and how to use them to grow your business and improve your life. We go over some of our biggest manifestations we've made by applying these laws. We go over the different laws and also some of the struggles we've been through while growing our business. And this episode is brought to you by Static Threads festival clothing line, ugly Christmas sweaters, and harnesses, sparkles, rhinestones, all the above. Pretty much if you love to stand out in a crowd, check it out. We have a 10% off coupon, TIA10. So staticthreads.com and put TIA10 for 10% off, TIA10. Now back to the episode. Hello, hello, hello. I have a special guest on. We're bringing it back to business and mindset and the universal laws of the universe. So I have Michelle Boulay on and she is a transformational life and business coach. So go ahead and introduce yourself and let's hear it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So my name is Michelle and, um, I have a background actually in dancing. And the short story of this is that I started dancing when I was five and I knew within a few years, like something about this was about allowing something greater to move through me. And that just became a fascination in my life, like pursuing dance professionally, going through a lot of different injuries, which held me back and almost quitting a number of times. But then that leading me to study things about like somatics and how to work with the body to studying energy and consciousness healing to then study um, prosperity and how a person can create that. And all the while I love teaching and I've always, I've been teaching probably since I was like 10 um, teaching dance classes to start with and taught all over the world um, for dance. And now my coaching business, I coach people all over the world too, but there's, there's just something that I love about helping someone realize just how incredible they are, how incredibly powerful and creative they are and what they're here to do and to be able to step into that. So that's, that's how I got into coaching. Awesome. So how long have you been a coach? Oh gosh. Uh, I guess it depends on how you want to define that, but I, I, I started my energy healing practice in 2008 So from that time, um, I was still touring around the world and performing and teaching and choreographing. And, you know, like I said, teaching was always, always about potential. So I was seeing hundreds of clients, I, you know, built up a client base of hundreds of people that I was working with while I was still touring. And then I hit a point in my own life where I was like, you know what, I want to learn how to make more money. Yeah. And I also knew as a teacher and just by my nature, I like to go deep. Like I like to really find what's at the root of something and then really also take a person to uh, their, their full potential. You know, like I want, I want someone who's ready and willing and, and like saying like, let's do this. So it it was, um, gosh, I can't, I can't remember exactly what year it was when I specifically integrated coaching into it. And part of that was because healing is great. Like, I think it's totally necessary. And the word to heal means to make whole, but then to be able to, um, not just do, you know, to do the healing actually through action. So person says, this is what I want to make in my life. You know, it's not that they just come and lie down on the massage table and I work on them. It's like, let's look at the steps you need to take do these things, report back to me on how it goes, ask me questions, and we'll keep honing that in. So there's an actual activation in your life to make the, to make the thing that you want to have, have happen actually happen. Yes. I Mm -hmm. would say action is very important to manifestation and laws of the universe. Also to kind of wrap our mind around what we even want. Um, I don't know if you listen to Abraham Hicks, but sometimes she, and I love Abraham Hicks. I love, love, love. But sometimes uh, the way it's put is, you know, you can just manifest without any doing. 
sometimes. And I'm just like, I feel like action is also a big step, like inspired action. And if people understand it incorrectly, where they don't take the action and they, they're like, oh, I just am in the bathtub and I'm going to manifest millions of dollars. I feel like that's missing a key ingredient. So how does action come in? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know Abraham Hicks work well enough to, oh. to comment on that, but I, I would think that there's something around a person being in that alignment where they're in their yes to take action. And I think the biggest thing for people is they resist the thing they need to do. Yes. Right. So yeah, being able to get a person into that position where it's like, yes, I've decided I'm committed. I am going to do this. You know, it's not about, it's not about forcing or pushing, pushing yourself. You know, like you said, the word inspired is so important, but then also what I find is that we need to be able to show up day after day after day. It's like yeah. inspiration isn't enough. Sometimes it's really discipline. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, so what is the law of the universe and how do you use it in business? So the, the universal laws, there's, there's many of them. Um, I use, I teach from about, you know, like seven basic ones, but then there's all these supplemental laws that apply to those. And they're, they're, what they are is they're, they're present everywhere. They're present in how the universe operates. You can find them in every science. You can find them in, you know, like ancient uh, or old mystical spiritual texts and they're unchanging. And so when I started to really understand those laws and was able to work with them in my, with my clients, what happens is it gives people a really foundational understanding in how to approach their growth or how to approach a problem when it shows up. So, you know, if I just talk about, um, I'll, I'll just like one very simple one is there's a law called the law of polarity. It's, and it says that everything is, um, everything is whole and complete. There, you, there can't be half of something. And if you're seeing some, you know, one part of something, there's an equal and opposite that exists at the same time. So the simplest thing, like I, I hear my clients, you know, if they've done testimonials or something, they're like, you know, that thing where if there's a problem, there is always a solution. Yeah. If a person can even just remember that law, the problem exists because there's a solution, you know, the solution exists because there's a problem. So then what do we focus on? Because as business owners, what we're doing is problem solving all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. So to be able to use that law, and then there's another one, a very simple, powerful one is simply the law of cause and effect, right? Like nothing happens without, there's no effect without a cause. So if there's a solution that you have to create, what, what's the causal action that you have to do to create the effect that you want? So, you know, that would be the thing of like, you can't just sit in your bathtub and meditate. It's like, oh, you actually have to tell people in the world you're doing this. You have to offer your services. You can't hide anymore you know, open up. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge thing. I actually got on a call yesterday. We're doing a mindset work. And that was the biggest thing is I kept hearing her negative energy and just being like, oh, but she couldn't see the solution. She couldn't see that there was a solution. She's like, well, I've only tried this and this and this. And I was like, what if you just think there's always the solution to your problem and open up to other options. I swear, hands down, every time in my business that I did this, something would come that would fix it that like I would never have thought of and it was even better. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's a universal law for that too, which is the law of vibration. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, right? No, so instead of like, oh my God, it's not gonna work, like that, that, that has a vibration that has an energy to it. And then what it does is it closes off your senses your perception to see, like, to be looking for the solution. Right. So then you're in, if you're in that vibration, you know, literally like the thing you want is at a vibrational level. So your work is also to like do the growth and the awareness to be at that same vibration to manifest the thing you want. So that's how the solutions come. I love that. Okay. So we're talking about manifestation and law of vibration. So what is one of the biggest things that you have manifested in maybe your business or even your life? Oh my gosh, that's a, that's a big and good question. Um, <laughs> what is one of the biggest things I, well, you know, I feel like I, I manifested a dance career after being told I was not going to be able to dance. Yes. Told I had the wrong body. I toured all over the world. I got awards. I won fellowships. I, you know, um, 
just, you know, just like what I, I would have never, if I didn't move past other people telling me I couldn't, it would have never happened. And it, and of course it came from my making choices of just following my, like my instinct and my desire, which helped, helped me land in places where there were people who would support me into growing into the next version of myself. So manifesting that dance career. And I would also say, you know, coming from being an artist in New York to being, being able to create a multi six figure business within a very short period of time is something I never would have imagined I could have done too. Um, but you know, it was like, it was a decision. It was starting to move in a direction. It was a commitment. It was staying power. Um, and, and it's showing up and it continues to show up. Ooh, we'll cover on both of those things. So the first one is not the right body. Oh my gosh. So what were they saying to you? Like not skinny enough to be a ballerina or like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, all all those things and, and like hands down, I don't have a ballet body, but I decided to try to go for ballet because that's, it was like, someone was like, you need to make a decision about what to do. And I was like, well, I don't know, like in dance magazine, when I'm a teenager, it was like only ballerinas on there. I guess I'll do ballet. I had no idea. I had no idea like the world of dance that I did even existed. So, and then it was just, I got injured because ballet is, it's a very, it's very extreme. And if you're not doing things with proper alignment, you know, you, you get hurt really quickly, especially if you're dancing like 25 hours a week, which was what I was doing outside of school. So, um, injuries happened and, and I just, I, I did, I didn't, I was told, yes, I don't have the right body for it. Um, or like, you just need to rest because I had such bad tendonitis in my ankles. I could, it hurt to walk. Mm, I had to completely quit when I was 16 years old. Um, and then I ended up at a university where they had really great training for dance and great training on how to use your body. And I have gone through, I like to say, I've been in many rooms like healing and training rooms to really accept my own body on a deep level. Like you know, it, it didn't start with dancing, but dancing, you know, if anyone listening to this has a background as a dancer, or, you know, if you're a woman growing up in this world, looking at Vogue magazine, right. <laughs> or anything, like, yeah. Instagram, I guess. Um, it's, you know, my body's not good enough. So that, that is a, a big journey that I've had, to, I've gotten to take. And I, I think it's not something I'm always like directly working on with people, but I think the acceptance that comes from that again, like has a vibration. So it's like, yeah. that's, what we're, that's what I'm working on a lot with people is do you accept yourself and not just your body, but who you are and what you want. Yeah. And uh, I've had personal experience with that. Um, I actually broke my back in seven places and I was a dancer. I tumbled, I was a cheerleader and they were like, yeah, you may never tumble again and, and you'll be lucky to dance. And I just didn't take that as fact. I just said, like, from the beginning, you're wrong. Like, and I let myself heal. I did all the things. But I remember getting to a point about six years ago, and I was making up this this, uh, fact, this false fact in my mind, like, oh, I broke my back. I can't get more flexible, which Mm -hmm. I've heard other people, or I can't do this because of that, or something like that. And I was like, you know, what if I just tried it? What if I just like, like gave it a shot, did these concepts and, you know, pushed my body a little more. It's been a long time now. And now I'm more flexible than I ever was when I was 17, 16. I'm stronger than I ever was, ever was. And, um, there's always a solution, like keep searching. Uh, that's just kind of what I wanted to share is that I just kept looking for a solution, even when I thought I tried everything. Yeah. Or even when uh, like, yeah, when you thought you tried or even, I, I think this is a big differentiator. If a person reaches success, like you have to be able to see beyond what you see right now, Yeah, you know, and believe beyond what you believe right now. You know, like even if you don't see the money in your bank now, you have to believe it's coming and you have to believe and act in faith, which faith I believe is an action also. You have to act in that, like according to that. And then it, it brings it in. But you know, all those amazing success stories. It's like, you hear someone believe beyond what they've been told. And I just, I just love what, I love that you're sharing that. That's so awesome. Yeah, it was huge. Um, 
I'm kind of thinking of a friend right now while I'm talking about these manifestations. And sometimes it takes time for your big goals or manifestations to actually align with you. Like it takes getting some momentum of success. Um, I just have some clients in the past where they're like, oh, I want to 10, uh, 20 K months. Oh wait, I want hundred K months. And they just put it all on this month where they're like, oh, I can get that. I can get that. But they haven't actually got it into their vibration. They haven't taken steps where they could handle that. Or, you know what I mean? Like they're actually not in alignment. They think they are, but they're just putting it all on these instant successes. So what would you tell to those people who just keep putting these big goals and they're like feeling it at that point, but then they can't keep it up or they don't get those huge goals out of nowhere. What would you tell those people? Well, I, I, it's really a level of awareness, right? Like it's, it's not the number it's becoming aware of what can create that number and being able to like have lived experience of what that is. And I always tell people, you know, because we get two things. One, we get this image that someone said this to me this morning. It's like the, we don't see the 10 years behind the instant success. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like that, that, that. And that's, that's the message we get. So I think it's really important for people to remember that, that it does take, it does take time to develop anything of greatness. And yes, like you may have a quantum leap. Like I had a quantum leap, but I was doing a lot of work before that. And then things clicked in. It was like, boom, there it is. Yeah. You know? And then I understood how I did that. So then I could do it again. Yeah. But I, but I think there is, there's something about like people just looking for the end goal also, but I think what we sometimes can miss is all the growth that we need to do on the way to that goal. And, and if you don't hit it this month, just adjust it. And, and like, then, then you're showing that you're, you're committed, right? Yeah. Like just the timeline on the goal um, and, and try it again, you know, and keep showing up again. And, and there's a, you know, I don't know if you've read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, you know, where Mm -hmm. he talks about like people stop three feet from gold. Yes. Like just go a little further. Like how committed are you? And I think sometimes that's like a test from the universe. You know, it's like, okay, you got this far, but here's another little, here's another little pushback or challenge. How committed are you? And then if you say yes and stay in that centering and that alignment and that decision, the laws of the universe say it's, it's going to show up. You're almost there. Uh, Through the past, I've always noticed it's like right before I give up or I'm struggling and I think it's not working and I'm like, no, it's still working. It's like right after that, that you get it or you show up two or three times. But I love that. I've always been thinking now, right in my business currently is like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I've already put in the work. I put it in the GPS. I'm literally almost there. Just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny as you're talking about that, I, the word surrender is popping up for me, you know, because it, there there's, I mean, I think this works in different ways. It's like, I'm going to surrender to the action I need to take. I'm going to surrender to, it actually is already here, you know, and all I need to do is just maybe unfold one more little piece here or like, let go of whatever that level of resistance is that's still holding on. And then it's just like, I don't know, just as I'm talking about, it, I'm kind of feeling it in my body, you know, because, yeah, because that feeling is also the magnet, right? Like being yeah. able to, to draw that in. And I think sometimes in our efforting, we push it away. Yeah. A good example of that is sometimes when I do like client launches and I'm like, oh, I want this client. I want them to be this person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not seeing them or I keep getting the wrong people or, you know, the people who aren't a good match or it's too expensive for it. And then I'm like, get into that vibration. I like manifest and mindset and think about it. And I get all excited. I go to sleep. I wake up and I naturally do the things to attract it because I'm at that vibration. And then I like end up messaging someone without even thinking about it. And then doing this and jumping on a call and doing a video. And that literally just happened uh, yesterday and this week where I just like got really excited about it, raised that vibration and then took those actions and it it was more flow and ease instead of push, which you wrote about, what was it? It was in your email, the law of sacrifice. Oh, uh-huh. You want to know about that one? 
Yeah. I feel like I bounced around a little fast. Sometimes my ADHD brain is like, boop, boop, boop. I get but it. I think you said something about that, but I would say that was more a law of vibration. Um, but yeah, I do well, want to talk about that. I mean, all the laws are operating all the time. They don't, yeah. they can't just, can't just be one. So, you know, sacrifice is letting go of something of a lower nature to step into something of a higher nature. So what, what did you sacrifice? Like maybe you sacrificed your resistance. You sacrificed your attachment. You sacrifice having it, needing it to be a certain way, right? So then it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to let that go. And, and then, and then the thing shows up, you know, there's all, we always have to sacrifice something, you know, the, the, the part of us that says, uh, I don't have enough money. There's not enough time, which usually all those really boil down to I'm not enough. Mm, oh, yeah. the lower nature. Yeah. The lower nature that we're sacrificing is really that story. Like, Hey, I'm worthy of this. And I know, you know, for myself, um, and for when clients invest with me at a higher level, that's a, that's a worthiness. It's, it's, I'm worth this. I'm, I'm committed to this. Like that alone can be a game changer. You know, the first time I invested multiple five figures in coaching and now like, you know, be well beyond six, you know, multiple six figures, it's, it was like, I, I can do this. I can handle this. I trust myself. I'm going to keep stepping forward. And I know that I'm supported, you know? So I, I think there's so many, so that like I sacrifice all the other stories that would keep me from being able to move forward. And then that's cause and effect too, right? Like I, I, I am deciding from a different place, which creates a really different effect in my life. I love that. So in your business, what was the biggest thing from ship shifting to, you said multiple six figure coaching business. And you said it was a pretty, it was a quantum leap. What were some of the big takeaways from that? I think the biggest takeaway that is how I always start working with my clients is you got to get clear about what you really want and really honest and strip away anything that is not true around that. Like what stories are not yours? What ways like relationship dynamics are not yours, you know? And, and I found that I had to, I had to get really honest about what I wanted. And I feel like I still peel away at that at times because like many of us, we've been conditioned to think it's not okay to want this. It's not okay to ask for this. It's not okay to have this. Um, so letting that go was, was huge. And like, even I remember the moment when my, with a, a coach I used to work with, when he asked me, what do you really want to charge? And that like, you know, it's like one of those moments that you kind of, you kind of see it and remember it in your body and how I could hardly say it. Yeah. You know, so I had to do the growth, the sacrifice, the cause and effect, all the things around accepting that that was true. And I resisted it. Like there's a law of non-resistance too, but I resisted it for months. Mm-hmm. And then finally I did it. I, I put, you know, when I used to have my price on my website for a different service, I don't do anymore. Then I put that new price up there and I was like, well, how am I going to serve this kind of person? Who? And it was like dancers. That was one of the things. The first person who books a session, someone I had never met and was a dancer. Oh, you know, wow. Paid the money, never met them. And it was just like, oh, okay. And we had an incredible session. Next person that booked a session was another artist. And I was wow. like, okay, universe, like <laughs> you're showing me something different here. And then just, you know, like kind of like following the flow of having opportunities show up and then realizing like, oh, I can actually help this person and I can charge this much to do this. And I, and I know both. I know I can help them. I know it's worth it. I know I'm worth it. And that, that really starts to change the story. You know, it's not like, did you get your website SEO functioning? Like, sure, at some point that's important at, at times. It's not really that important for me still in my business right now, but it's, it's like, have you done the inner work? Have you done that inner aligning and that inner clearing to be able to manifest from a, a different like foundational energy? Yeah. So one thing that you stated was when you were like, oh, like what price do I really want to charge mm-hmm. um, or time frame or package? Then what would you do when you are like, okay, I'll, I'll do that price. But then you get a bunch of leads or they're not that exact program or price. Yeah. How do you stick to it? Or do you lower it to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's just listening to this, um, shaking my head. No, 
You know, I, I think this is where we have to look at cause and effect again. Like literally this could be like, what's in your messaging, right? Like who, who, what, who your marketing copy and whatnot, like who is that talking to? And then of course, there's always like, do I believe I'm worth this? You know, like, can I, I will tell clients sometimes like say the number that you want to charge over and over and over or multiply it and say that over and over and over. So it's nothing to you. You know, because you, if you believe on some level, like I'm, I'm like totally ripping this person off. I'm charging too much. They feel that energetically, right? Like you it's, you could be saying the exact same words as another person, but there's something about energy. And here's another law. Like it's that the universe is always moving towards more life, Mm -hmm. right? So if I'm, if I'm in that energy of, I know what I'm doing can help a person. This is more life. Like the right person will, who, who I'm meant to serve will come into that energy too. They'll recognize it. You know, it's, it, there's, it's the recognition is a, is a resonance. And then, you know, for the people, I think this is a hard one too, especially if someone's doing higher ticket sales, you have to let the other people go. Yeah. I feel you like know? that's a big part. Yeah, it is. And I think there's also, you know, there's, there's, I think depending on your audience, like training them to see the value in this, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, learning to do sales is that's a whole like spiritual journey, <laughs> you know, to, to name your price, to trust in yourself, to put yourself out there in a, in a, in a way to deal with all your own insecurities when you're talking to someone to not, um, to let, cause you know, we're, if you're coaching, you're doing deeply transformational work. Where does that start? That starts in like the first interaction. You know, in terms of if if the transformation that person needs is to say, okay, I'm worth investing twenty five or a hundred thousand dollars, twenty five thousand, well, or twenty five dollars, but you know, twenty five thousand or a hundred thousand dollars in this, like, that's a transformational step. You're leaving behind the part of you that says you can't do that, you're not worth it, and that that can be a huge gift for someone to make that investment. I know it was for me, and I've seen it with my clients too. Yeah, one of the biggest shifts in my business. And I had support and I had a coach to help me with this. It was right before a call. And he like pumped me up. He's like, you are a $10,000 coach. You are look at this, 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 this. He's like, just share it with your next call. I did. And she bought, it was literally the first time I ever pitched it. It was literally the first time I told my like client and she bought it. And I was just like, kind of mind blown, but she was an exact fit. She was like an exact vibration. She was a leader. She was like all the things that I was manifesting. Um, And I will say, I went through a period of time after that, that I thought it was a fluke and I couldn't get back to that time. I was just like, I can't find another. She was like, perfect. Um, And then I started changing my rates. People were like, that's so high. Even though she was the best client, she paid me in full, all these things. I literally couldn't get back to that for like yeah. years. What would you have? Cause I've had other clients that did this. Yeah. What tips would you have for like that type of situation? So I, I love that you're sharing this. It's totally common. And it's reminding me in this group that I'm leading right now, like they'll share their wins in our Slack, our Slack software channel. And um, they'll, be, they'll say like, I just sold this commission for this much money. I can't believe it. I just got a client for this much money. I can't believe it, mm-hmm. right? So that I can't believe it is a reflection of all of your belief systems and paradigms that you've been holding so far, right? So something shows up and you're like, how could this have happened? And the thing that happens, you know, that's your subconscious mind actually running. And it, there's two jobs for the subconscious mind. It wants to keep you safe and it wants to procreate. So you just stepped out of something that was quote unquote safe in your mind, right? Like, and this is, this is something people, like if, if you have a hard time break doing a, um, you know, making a leap in your income, there's things like, what are people going to think? Am I going to lose my friends? Like, what does it mean to have a lot of money and all these stories that we bring in? So a person can have a peak of something like, okay, you did the $10,000 sale. You have to stay in that momentum and like do the next one as soon as you can. Yeah. And just like, so you believe it because the subconscious mind will come in and it will want to draw you back to where you were because it's quote unquote safe, but that's not true. It's just familiar. It's, it's like you're, you're alive now, let's say, you know, at a $5,000 sale, the $10,000 sale to your subconscious mind feels like a threat. 
Yeah. You know, so it's like to be able to do it again and say, okay, I'm safe to be able to be, you know, I think it's really, that's why it's really great to have a coach. So you can stay in that mindset because, you know, we all make progress and then those patterns are going to come back in. So we need that outside eye to be like, no, 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 no. Let's clear this up. Like what's really going on here. Let's focus on where you want to go. You did it once. That means you can do it again. Yes. And then just keep going for it, getting that vibration, recreate it. But then you know, sometimes it's not overnight and it's not the next call. It's next, not the next three calls or three people. So you just got to keep that energy, keep that energy, keep showing up, putting that vibration out there. Uh, I love that. Um, in your business, mm-hmm. what is like a really big manifestation that you can share with us and maybe like, tell us come up some of the steps that kept you going to get there. A big manifestation. Well, you know, one breakthrough for me was making a $30,000 sale by text. Mm-hmm. And fuck yeah. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And and I think, I think, you know, and I was in an environment where that w- it was just like that, that's what all the energy was. It was possibility. It was abundance. Yep. And it, it just happened with total ease. And I think the thing, if I've ever raised my prices again, I just have to go back to, okay, how did I do this before? I know I've done this before you know, it's a, it's a new level. It's a slightly different problem to fix, but I just have to remember that if you can imagine it, it's possible, you know, so to, to be able to, you know, within six months, three and a half times my income to do that again, you know, the next year. So just like, and, and, you know, I, there's, I I'm aware of like, okay, how far do I want to go with this? I'm, I'm keeping that in check, but then I also have yeah. to keep that in check too, because like, uh, I don't want to be stopping myself with the paradigms again, because we all have like a comfort line mm-hmm. or, or a need line. And so being able to, you know, here, here's one thing I did was I spent money on things. Yes. You know, it wasn't like, how can I save money to try to do this thing? It was like, spend the money because you're going to make it. I would say that's the biggest, it's a big shift and it's showing your alignment to it. Totally. You know, and, and there's been times where, you know, and I, I this is the, I, I love this guy that I worked with before, you know, it was just like, I, I wanted to go out to LA to do my VIP day with him. We were going to do it on zoom. And, and like, this was, I think we were going to do it on maybe like Friday or something. And Tuesday of that week, I'm like, I really want to go to LA and do this. And he's like, well, what excites you? I was like, I want to do it. But I had like a gig after that, that they had booked my flight from New York to go to the, wherever the next place was. And, you know, I had, there was like lack kind of last minute booked an expensive place, booked the flight. I asked the other people to change my flight. I said, I'll pay for it, you know? And it just, it was so worth it. And it led to the next thing. And I think even on that VIP day, I was talking to him about a dress that I wanted and I had been watching it because it was on sale. And he's like, Michelle, how much is the dress? Like pull your computer out. Let's buy it right now. <laughs> right. And it's that, that excitement, that energy, that vibration, yeah. and it gets you there. It does. And it's just like, it's the yes it's and yes. And I think the mistake people make though, is that you have to, you have to stay in the action, right? Because there's sometimes people say, well, you said it was going to show up. If I spent the money, I was like, and I did not say that, yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> you <laughs> You are deciding to make a certain amount of money to be able to spend that amount of money, you know? So it's like, it's that thing of thinking in the frame of mind, that's vibration too, cause and effect, all these things to create uh, that money. Like you wouldn't be, I, I can't say this because I know there are people who would do this, like pinching your pennies to like yeah. live in abundance, right? Like I want, I know, okay, this I can say as a dancer too. I want, I know what circulation feels like. Mm-hmm. Like I know when something's stuck in my body and that was one of the big turning points for me to to decide to make more money. I could tell, like I could tell my body if I was holding on to fear, like I couldn't move as freely. I couldn't Mm -hmm. express as freely. And when I was tuning into how I was relating to my, my own money, I was like, this is stagnant. Yeah. I want to learn how to let this flow. So what I've done really is applying everything I learned from dancing too. you know, like 40 years of dancing to prosperity. How do we let this circulate and grow? And, and it's, um, it's, it's totally possible. Like there is an abundance and it's the, the energy is always moving. So it really is like, I'm ready to step into 
this circulation, this flow. I'm not going to hold on to the side of the riverbank anymore. You know, I'm going to let go and just like go down this river and find myself in the vast ocean. Yeah. And one thing you said is it's not making this big purchase to get the money. It's making the purchase or taking, making the investment or paying for something because it excites you. That shows that you're abundant. That makes you feel good. And then you keep it up and you keep holding that. Right. Yeah, for sure. And there's one thought that's coming to mind too, which my mentors will say a lot. It's like, make decisions based on where you want to go, not yes. based on where you are now. Yeah. Because that will just keep you where you are right now. So sometimes like, you know, going out and buying that thing that you've been thinking about that hasn't gone, like gone away from your mind, doing that, like you never know what connections that's going to make. And that's that piece I work with on client with clients a lot too. It's like, what do you desire? And I've had so many situations where I was like, I don't know why I want this, but I'm going to do this. And then like, you know, you can't connect the dots going forward, but going backwards, it's like, oh, wow, that gave me this, that gave me this opportunity that gave, that brought this client to me. Um, So there is something, I think, sort of like this intuitive listening and guidance. It's not all like hard strategy. You know, I think, I think we all have that. And that's actually something I work on with clients too. Like, how do we get that into our bodies? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so I have a, a practice called moving with innate wisdom. And part of that practice, that movement practice is that we, we open up space to allow our bodies to hold that wisdom and to be able to feel comfortable existing with all of that potential. Ooh, I love that. And just, if you have any examples to share after this, but I have some good examples on what you just said is like investing in a space or doing that thing that excites you and it not making sense to get the goal, but you're like, but you keep being told to do it. So I've had one where I did like a VIP day that was just like getting together with other women entrepreneurs and going, driving all the way to uh, San Diego, which is like a two hour drive and going all the way over there. And I think I also that weekend, I made a thousand dollar VIP uh, investment and I didn't have the money, but it was like this urge and it, it wouldn't go away. It said, just keep, it was like literally telling me to do that. And I didn't push against it, but then I literally got a client from doing that. And it was just following and helping and serving and not getting too pushy, but also taking those inspired actions. And from that thousand dollar investment, I made $6,000, but you have to like recreate it and follow that excitement, follow that joy, follow that investment or hiring, things like that. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I looking at your, your podcast too, it's, it's like there's pleasure in it. Mm-hmm. Like what, and I think when we allow ourselves to be in that space, like we listen differently, you know, as a dancer, I'm also an, and I, I'm an improviser too. And I just, there's moments when you just know, you know, and, and to start to, we all have that. And, and that's part of the movement practice I was talking about. It's developing that relationship to that knowing and actually the energy work that I've been doing since 2008 it's also developing a relationship to that knowing like we have inside of us an inner compass mm-hmm. and like exactly what you said. It may not make sense. Like I was talking about this recently, a couple of years ago, I was doing work in God, Latvia, Dublin, Stockholm. And then part of me really wanted to go to Greece afterwards. It didn't make that much sense. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Then fly to Greece, get on a, to do this yoga retreat. Like get on a ferry, like stay in Athens. I don't know anybody there. Um, Do the yoga retreat. And my coach at the time was like, Michelle, do you want to do this? If all the I's were dotted and T's were crossed. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I want to go to the blue water (laughs) on the beach, you know? And so like from that, I ended up spending some time in Athens. I ended up like, I was literally having dinner one night on the sidewalk cafe. And I was like, I don't know anybody here. It's amazing. Within minutes, this woman comes up and she's like, Michelle Boulay. I was like, who, wait, can you remind me? How do we know each other? And she knew me from the dance world. She had taken my class. She'd actually been, when I was doing just healing work, she had been a client. But what was incredible was this was a moment when I was deciding if I wanted to leave New York. The next day we spent some time together and she told me this incredible story about leaving her home. Yeah. Like not really knowing where she was going next, but eventually manifesting something better. And I was yes. like, my angel right now. Like, this is what I needed to hear. I also met an incredible photographer who did a great photo shoot with me, the awesome woman in Athens. 
I got a job at the yoga retreat. I, there were people there that had known me before from dancing and I got a job in Iceland and, you know, it's just like, it unfolds. It's just, mm-hmm. I, and I'm so glad we're saying this because I have to remind myself of it too. Like yeah. follow, that, follow that intuition and that pleasure. It's not something we're, we're like, we don't learn that in school. No. And uh, just that vibration and that excitement that keeps you going and keeps that energy potent and talking to people. And you just, even just yesterday, I wrote a post and I was like, this doesn't go with my launch. It doesn't go with what I'm doing. Like it didn't like strategy. It wasn't really strict. It was past hours. You know, it was like almost 10 at night. And I was like thinking of all the shoulds and all the things. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I need, I wanted to speak more of my language. This is what I teach me not doing this is like literally what I don't teach. So I just posted and I said it like freely and shared and I got the most engagement, the most likes, the most like connection. And it's doing that. And more often having a strategy, but also like allowing that pleasure to guide you, I guess. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I had any other questions. Okay. So we'll wrap this up in a little bit, but what is your go-to when you want to manifest clients? Hmm. What is my go-to? Honestly, it's, uh, it's making the decision that this is going to happen. It's, it's being in that energy of gratitude that it's here. And it's, and it's, it's talking to people without attachment. It's not about getting, it's about who can I help. Mm -hmm. And when I can focus on that and not the sales number, you know, but like, what is the best, what is the best opportunity I can offer this person, whether it's something that I can do for them or with them or send them to someone else. And I know, you know, there's, there's another universal law, the law of perpetual transmutation, like the energy, it, it's, it goes from non-form into form back into non-form again. And I guess one way to maybe give this, make this more tangible is if I do something um, of service for someone else, I'll receive back from that. It may not be from that person. It's not always linear, mm-hmm. you know, so to stay in that, in that service to stay in my own ability to receive, which is also something I, you know, a lot of times we need to work on for ourselves and with clients, like it's okay to receive this. Um, and just like to keep that energy clean, just like, okay, mm-hmm. who's the next person? If it's not this person, I know it's someone else. And just yeah. working with that. Uh, whenever I'm in that great vibe, that's when I get clients and it's just usually me responding, me being in my power, me messaging tips that I'm like really wanting to give. Like, it's not like, Oh, how do I go get a client? I go give tips. It's like, Ooh, I saw something and I really want to help this person. And I send it there. Mm -hmm. So that's some really good tips. I love that. Mm -hmm. And is there anything that you can share in the past that you really, I'll, I'll rephrase that like a really big, failure or disaster or something in maybe even your business that really brought you down like a big failure or something. And then how did you get out of it? Well, there's failures all the time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I literally, I swear in entrepreneurship, you literally just got to get used to failure and make it just lessons and lessons and lessons. But still, is there any past one that like brought you out of it for a little bit? Um, Gosh, what a great question. (laughs) I think it's just like times when I go into doubt, Mm -hmm. you know, and why would I do that? Like, maybe I, maybe I didn't again, like hit the number that I wanted to hit. Um, but in terms of, gosh, I I think it's more like all, a lot of mini failures, like, oh, I really hired the wrong person for that and just invested, you know, 10 grand or whatever on that, Mm -hmm. that situation that didn't work, but it does work somehow, you know, because if you learn something from it, Um, or, you know, those, those kind of like for early entrepreneur, it's like, oh my God, we just sent that email. Like every, like, if you know, if you set up an email automation, like every single email goes out at once rather than over the course of two weeks, (laughs) things like that, Yeah, you know, um, there's times when maybe like, uh, 
I mean, how do I say this? Learning how to let clients go is a big one too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it could look like a failure or like, oh, this really isn't the right alignment. I thought it was, but we need to adjust something here. You know, mm-hmm. that, that could be a, a, a big one too, but knock on wood, you know, I haven't gone bankrupt or anything like that, but yeah. I also know, you know, my training is that I can always create something new. Like if that happens, it's just a result. I don't have to judge it. There's, I don't have to give it a story. It doesn't mean I did it wrong or like I'm a bad person now, or I can't do this. It's just like, okay, great. That happened. What can we do next? Yeah. And I feel like that's something that as entrepreneurs and as somebody in, you know, law of the universe, we learn over time how to take those big failures and take lessons from them and really make them positive. But maybe in the thick of it, you know, back when you did it, you didn't feel like that. But then over time, you continually to look at these mistakes and these failures, air quotes, over and over that you're like, well, that wasn't a mistake. I'm going to learn something. And that I feel like that's where you're at. You're just like, well, none of those really were. So I think that's great. And just anybody in the thick of it right now, there's got to be something completely opposite polarizing that will put you on the complete opposite path that whatever struggle, mistake, failure you have, there's going to be something good to come out of it. Totally. That's the law of polarity. You know, there's, there's always a a good, there's always an upside to something. There's always a downside to everything. Yeah. You know, so it's that nothing can exist. Everything has quote unquote good and bad, but yeah, I think just, um, to stay out of the, stay out of the story, to stay out of the guilt, the shame, um, the, like for me, I had to, I had to really get over the perfectionist fear of, and I, I st- it still catches me of wanting to do it right. You know, there is no right. It's like, yes. is this the result that you want? If not, what do you need to change for it? This doesn't, you didn't do it wrong. You know, the world is not falling apart, but like, how can you now step in from an objective perspective, look at it, solve whatever's going on and create the result that you want. So it's, you know, on some level, it's pretty chill. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Well, we're, we're actually, this has been such a great conversation that we're like just in flow. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much. And I want my audience members to bookmark this, (laughs) this podcast, put it somewhere where when you need to get out of the thick of it, you need a reminder, you want to get back to those good vibrations, you know, things are going your way to re-listen to this. Like that's what it takes is whenever you're wavering, whenever you're stressed, whenever you're like, ah, it's not working to come back to what works, come back to the vibration. And I think this is a really good episode to do that with. Oh, I'm glad. I hope this serves people. And and I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like whenever I get off track, it's like, who do I need to talk to? What do I need to read? What do I need to listen to? How do I need to move my body? But we need those tools to stay on track. So yeah, I do hope this helps people. Yes. And yeah, one last thing is since you're a dancer and you're all about laws of the universe, I would say that dancing has actually really helped me connect to laws of the universe and how my mind literally dictates how I'm going to do that next trick or, (laughs) uh, trusting my body and trusting the flow. How have you noticed that in dancing? Well, yeah, well, something I would say to clients a lot of times is because you, you, you'll, you know, I'll be on a call with someone and they'll be like, well, what if I fail? Like, what if this doesn't, what if this goes wrong? And I, and I would think, you know, dancing, and I danced all over the world and I, you know, I got awards for it. It was just like, I never went on stage thinking about how it was going to go wrong. Yeah. I was focused on like, how can I do this better? How can I be present? How can I, like, I was always focused on it going, I don't want to use necessarily right or wrong, but the way I wanted it to, mm-hmm. I would imagine that, you know, I would like, I would premeditate it. And so I would just say like that, that's really what it taught me. And it taught me about alignment. Like, okay, if, if my, if I'm doing something and my knees pointing the wrong direction, I'm doing it over and over and over, you know, it's, it's not aligned over my toes or whatever. I'm going to hurt myself. All I need mm-hmm. to do is adjust that alignment. And then also like focus on what I want to create because it, it, 
it never was about, oh my God, how is, is, is it going to go wrong? And if, if yeah. a person even just adopts that, like one single thing, how could this go right? What yeah. you know, if a person's like, well, what if I fail? I'm like, what if you succeed? Yeah. Focus on that because that's what you'll create every day. Yeah, I do. So I do pole fitness and we have tricks and people use this in sports too. Um, and whenever I'm like, Oh, this is hard. I can't do this. I literally like mess up or I I don't do it well. And then literally I'm like, wait, what if I just said I can do this and I visualize doing it. I literally get back on the pole, try the trick and I do it. Like, what is that? Like, try that, try that with small things. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like working out or doing split. I don't know, whatever, something, but walking up and talking, saying hi to someone that you want to talk to like out in public. (laughs) Yeah. Just trying these like smaller things, visualize it actually working, doing it. And it starts building that momentum and build it in your brain that you can create these things, start small, get bigger. So I love that. And it just, it works. And over and over, I'm like, oh, change my mind. I can do it. And then I do it. My body does it. (laughs) Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. Where can they find you? We have the links in the bio, but where are you on Instagram? So go to michelle.boulet. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot B for boy, O-U-L-E. Awesome. And did you have any special offers or anything that you're promoting right now? I don't know when this is going live, but I am doing a, an, a inner healing, an inner power healing and activation retreat, uh, in later this month or the next month. Um, I always have a, a monthly membership program. It's called the creative success accelerator program. And that's a great space for learning more about these fundamentals for success in whatever way you want. You know, I have business owners in there. I have people who are employed leaders, moms, uh, dads, <laughs> You know, and so it's just this beautiful community of people coming together and learning more about these laws, how to apply them. And it's a great foundational place for a person to start to see if they want to do further work with me too. Awesome. So yeah, check her out and go to her website and add her on Instagram. And if you guys love this episode, definitely share it because I think everybody needs, even if they already know a refresher. Um, I thought it was just a really good vibrational good podcast and it got me in the vibes and I'm literally going to go do a a rampage after this. So thank you so much. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for having me. If you want to grow your business by connecting to your purpose, your pleasure and your power and increasing your profit, go check out the links in the bio and my website and any courses and workshops available or book a call to work with me at levelupwithtia.com. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with your fellow biz babes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, takeaways, and questions. So leave me a review on iTunes. And until next time, I'll see you at the top. It's up to you to level up.